I, I, yep, there we go. Good. Um, yeah, don't, don't be shy. Get it in there. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the world of Erith. My name is Mark and I am the Dungeon Master and I just ate some Chinese food for the, the too many weeks in a row. And also with us for today's episode, we have Ian who plays the Dragonborn Barbarian, Drago. I do think listeners actually start tuning in to find out your daily, weekly <laughs> diet. Now, I think that's part of it. It's like, oh, what's Mark been eating this week? Let's find out. One day I just won't eat and I'll really disappoint everyone. <laughs> this week I've eaten nothing. Dust. Just dust. Dust. What dust. up? That kind of week. We've got Darren who plays the human fighter rogue Robin. Holy flight of the navigator, Batman. We've got Danny who plays the human cleric Claude. Bonjour, guten tag, comme estas? Oh, we're going around the globe. I love it. We've got Callum who plays the gnome sorcerer Folly Fizzlebang the Ninth. Hello, hello. Will, who plays the human bard, Karstan. I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> and Casey, who plays the human champion, Helena Sleepguard. Greetings, chums. Now, we've got everyone here. Thank you for joining us back into this very exciting episode, halfway through a deep, deep, deep dungeon crawl. If you remember from last week and the week before, we've entered into the Blackmouth Mines, which is out the back of Blackmouth, the town of Blackmouth. We went down, we came across some rather nasty, flamey things. We had a bit of a rest there. We took a right turn down deeper into the mines and a right turn into what seems like some ancient ruins. Upon entering this ruin, we came across a large room with a plinth on it. There was some discussion around that. We then passed down a long, thin corridor with a pit down to the side where we came across quite a number of these very strange half skeletal half scorpion giant scorpion creatures uh there was a long fight that ensued and we entered into two rooms right at the south of that one room which had a bit of money and a bit of gold in it with a silver dagger which shared the handle of the dagger we found outside of the blackmouth mine as we were searching for who killed that guard out front and it had a very specific dark wood and we found a similar dagger of that wood so we know we're in the right kind of place leading on from that we found another door just to the side of it where there was a single book. And if you can remember, this book had a bit of information about someone trying to decipher some runes that were in this book. And it was kind of saying he was unable to do it now, but was kind of passing the book on to whoever was the owner after that. Upon looking at this book, Folly picked it up. And if you remember, at the very end of the episode, he started to, some kind of stock magic arcana, we're not really sure what it was, something started to overtake his body. Uh, as he formed basically a small shimmering portal, similar to that that we saw at the death of Shadar when the creature was opening the portal to another realm. But looking through this portal, we saw a long table, chairs upon the side, a, a grand dining room appeared before us. And at the end was a very confused looking human man who stood up and stared straight into it for a few seconds before it all closed up. And if you remember, Claude and Helena would have recognised that as Lucian Blightbane, who is Helena's brother, who's currently fighting on the front lines against the Blight at Spiritmond Redoubt. Upon that finishing and the, and the portal kind of slamming shut all of a sudden, uh, Folly was forced to roll twice on the wild magic table, uh, luckily only giving himself haste 
for a minute and then also giving him, I think, another buff. I can't remember what it was now. I got but an additional sorcerer's point. That was it, yes. Super useful. I was hoping to turn you into a potted plant, but <laughs> never going to be my luck, really, is it? Um, and that's kind of as follow his hand still stuck to this book as he's just tried to let it go into his backpack. His hand still smouldering, turning to the rest of the party in the small room in the middle of this dungeon after just opening a portal to a different part of Sleepguard. We find ourselves in silence yet again with the low shimmering light from Claude's light spell filling the room as the faces all look and turn towards Folly. Uh, what the fuck was that? I don't know. That is, uh, uh, well, I just don't know. I've never seen anything quite like that. Are you okay? I'm fine, but I, I can't seem to remove this book. It, it, it stuck to my hand, and he's going to be like holding it, his hand facing the ceiling, just kind of shaking it off, but obviously without much success. Was that a portal that just opened? I, I think so. Um, did, did anybody seem to know the person that was inside? He quite scary looking. No, I've never seen him. I don't know yes. what it was, but it, it, that, that, that was dangerous stock magic. It, well, I don't know if I'd call it stock magic, but it's unusual, to say the least. That was your brother, Princess. Thank you. Yes, it, it was. That was Lucian. Lucian? Blightbane. Yes, thank you. I don't know what the message is sending. What do you think should be our next move? Can't you reopen it, Folly? He will indeed attempt to try and reopen the book, try and do another portal. Okay, okay, no problem. So as you, after this, as this conversation goes on, the grip that's kind of stuck on your hand holding this book starts to lighten slightly and you realise you can actually pull your hand away. It seems to almost be like rigor mortis that your hand kind of gets cramped into that position on the book as the energy of this iconic thing, whatever it is, seems to overtake your body. So yes, you can indeed open the book up. As you open it up, a very, very similar feeling starts to come over you, similar to what you had last time, almost a draining of your body, of your soul entering out of you and into this book as you feel what normally would be your wild magic, iconic ability from you as a sorcerer would pour out of you. This seems to instantly drain you, uh, like uh, as opposed to passing ale from a barrel when you take the cork out as opposed to just tipping the barrel up altogether. That's like the amount of your energy just gets drained yet again. All right. Could you give me a roll, an arcana roll, just a straight arcana check, please? He is determined yeah. to fuck you, man. just <laughs> out for blood. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Wow. Natural 20. He becomes a god. As you do that, you turn to face the bed which Wait. this book was laid upon. And as you do so, you... I was only ever going to give you this on a 20. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> shit. As you do so, you, you start to just feel your essence start to leave you again. And as you look forward, you don't control where this appears, but it, it doesn't appear where you want it to. You want it to appear just in front of the bed. It appears at a really awkward corner position. Imagine on Portal. Is it Portal? Yeah, we just fire it and it hits a ra random corner. Mm. It hits mm. the corner of the floor and the wall to your right, to, to the north of you all, um, and kind of forms a really awkward 
an awkward image right there, almost like a mirror that's been bent. But yet again, that image is of the same room or a different distorted angle. And you see the same man, but he's moved. His sword is being left to the side. He's run down to the other end of the room and he's looking fervently around. He suddenly spins around and sees the same thing again. And what he does is he quickly just reaches down onto the table and grabs like a mug or something and throws it towards this gap. And as it comes fl flying out towards you, it hits you square on the head, breaking your concentration and the portal instantly closes up again. What you notice when you look on the floor is an ornate silver goblet, which upon closer inspection, Folly, you'd know this of a, a goblet of royalty. Mm. Okay. He, right. he saw us. He did. Yes. And he was able to give us something as well. Now well, He saw a gnome just appear from some sort of portal and threw a cup at his head. But why is there a portal to him? It doesn't make any sense. Follow you. I don't know. Are you controlling where you put that portal? No, I mean, it seems to have some form of its own um, intelligence about itself. But I, I believe I can not channel it, but I believe I might be able to work with it. it it's clearly some kind of, well, portal spell um, that I, seems to have a few uses, but... Yes. Are you choosing to put it into Lucian's room? No, no. The portal just keeps opening there. I, I, I've never met this Lucian Lightbane. Did you say? You'd like him. I mean, I'm sure I would, but we, we'll discuss that later. For a reason. Sorry, I'm a bit confused. Natalie steps forward from the back. Who's Lucian Lightbane? I have told you about Lucian before, Tali. Oh, is this your best friend again? My best friend and also the princess's brother. All right. Is he I... a real person, Claude? Yeah. You yes, just saw him. Of course he's a real person. What sort of a question's that? Thank you. I don't know. A lot I mean... of stuff that comes out of Claude's mouth is made up bullshit, so I just thought maybe it was, you know... I don't tell lies. Well, this isn't. It's my brother. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, princess. But going back to the portal, it w in in... Surely, if if the portal is opening to Lucian Bright, Blightbane, that would imply or suggest that this book or, or whatever it's controlling it is somehow linked to Lucian or somehow focusing its attention on Lucian. We need to take this book away from this evil place to protect him. Can yeah. you get your hand off that book, Folly, now? Let, let, let me give it a try. He's going to attempt to pull the book away from his hand. Yep, and you managed yes, to pull the book can. away. After a couple Good. of seconds, you do manage to pry the book out of your hands. Could you make a constitution saving throw, please, Callum? <laughs> <Good point. laughs> At disadvantage, okay, uh, twice. <laughs> uh, 22. 22? Yeah, that's right. How? You've got your older 16. Do you, you don't add... I have a plus six modifier on my constitution. A plus you six add your modifier. con save modifier, you don't add your constitution modifier. It should be, if you look at your character sheet, it says, it's in a separate section called saving throws. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at the saving throws plus six, because I'm oh, proficient in constitution as well. <laughs> so as you have, oh, as that happens, you pull the book out of your hand, you have this overwhelming sense of, of uh, bleakness overwhelm you, and you feel like white haze starts to lower over your eyes, like you're going to pass out but you manage to just about sh shake it off ever so ever so 
lightly at the last second shake away the the uh this haze that falls over your eyes and you manage to hold it together but you're not you're not in the best condition you, mm. you are conscious which is wasn't going to happen if you didn't roll that well but you're conscious but um you are um not in, not in the best state this then this the using this twice this book twice has really really drained you of your arcana and your kind of general energy yeah follow, follow you okay you look a bit I'd... peaky I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, I, I just think this book is best left alone for now. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it again later. Yes, I, I suggest you put it away and let's make our way through the rest of this. <coughs> yes, cave. quick. Uh, don't let Robin near it. I'm guess, I'm guessing you just took a swig there of some sort of drink. Sorry, did that come through? Oh <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry. Great. <laughs> My apologies. You might want to pass that around. I could do with something strong. Yeah. Um, follow. I mean, do, do you think the books? Because when you tried to book, put the book in your backpack, didn't bad things happen? Do you want one of us to take it from you? Or? No, I'm not taking know. Robin. I, don't I, give it to Robin. I, 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 I don't think it's best anybody else have it. It, it seems to have reacted to me, and, and and I believe I can still deal with it. Um, I have a question. He's my best friend, and he's the princess's brother. Should one of us have it? Let me just see if it'll do anything this time. And carefully, he's going to basically put the book back in his rucksack and see if it starts to react again. And as everyone waits tentatively, staring at this backpack, expecting yeah. something to happen, yeah. nothing happens. Okay, I, I think we're good. Let's, let, let, let's move on. Maybe I'd, I'd rather not linger. Princess, did you recognise the room that you're brother was sat in there you might be the best person to pinpoint his location i do do i you don't recognize the room you recognize him you recognize the armor he was wearing that was battle his battle armor that is the armor he would wear only in the context of battle okay. you don't recognize the large chamber you can assume it's at his posting but you cannot tell for certain. You don't recognise the room. This doesn't look like Obsidia. This doesn't look like the capital. This looks somewhere else. It didn't look as big. However, you uh, you recognised his armour and his sword. Okay. I can say that I didn't recognise where he was. I, it was obviously a, a place where he's staying. I, I, I only recognise his armour. He it's seemed battle pretty, armor. He seemed pretty keen to close that portal. I mean... Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's because he didn't see the person he recognised. Maybe next time the portal opens, if we have uh, Claude or, 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 or the princess be, be seen through it, then that way maybe he won't throw things at us. That's well, we don't know what he saw point. on the other side. He saw a gnome. We, we, we don't know if he did see a gnome. We only saw... Uh, we he, only threw what we saw. he threw he a threw cup a... at your head. I would want He's... to throw a cup at your head if you appeared out of the ceiling. <laughs> there was much was magic in this world, Drago. He could have been an illusion and he could have been seeing a demon through the portal exactly Who knows? it seemed that he was quite paranoid his behavior the first thing he did was throw that cup actually he threw a cup when he's armed he could quite easily have put through something a bit more malicious than the cup i agree with robin i'd say this is just a mirror but could i have a look at the cup please yes 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 of course folly will go grab the cup and basically chuck it over to claude Okay. I'm going to uh, keep the cup like it's uh, a, 
like a teddy bear and make sure that no harm comes to it. I'm going to be checking it over for any coded messages. I'll be doing a little spit shine and rubbing with my sleeve. Oh, nice. Could you give me an investigation check, please, Claude? Been a while since we've had Claude do a spit shine. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> the last time, didn't you put a hex on something? That was brilliant. That just that was, whole thing. That was just amazing. <laughs> I did that. I also just rolled a nine on my inspection. You're looking at this cup. You're certain it's a human cup made to be drunk from. <laughs> you also know for certain that it did contain a liquid, and there's still dregs of that liquid at the bottom. Can I you taste also, the liquid? You can indeed. It tastes like wine. I spit it back out in disgust. Wasn't milk. No, it was that alcohol thing. That's a shame there isn't any more. Shall we um, look at moseying on? Yes, I believe there was a cor- there was a route we didn't yet take, and you know we haven't yet discovered whether we've defeated everything that's in these mines. Mark, I'd like to do another eyes of the grave to see if I get any more undead pings. Okay, so from your location, that's a sixty foot radius, isn't it? Yes. Within 60 foot, you get no pings, not a single ping, except for the haze you got previously, because it hangs over everything. Okay, thank you. It's, um, no worth, it's worth noting that a man's life is at stake here, a man that we now know was incorrectly accused. I think we should return to the surface as soon as we could. Yes, but we need to make sure we've got the... At the moment, all we have is a knife that looks just like... The, the other knife, we, we, we perhaps need more evidence to convince We need to be sure people. that any yes. danger in this mine is gone as well. We might even we, be able to find the actual people that did this. And I'm sure if we make sure these mines are clear, it will endear ourselves to the locals and perhaps we can sort out what's happening here. Wow, can... could you imagine that, Robin? Us being endeared to the locals. Well, that would be something, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be a first. Certainly. I also believe that whatever is at large here... If they want us to find my brother, then something else will be on the way. There will be another portal or another sign, another... Well, Claude's our best bet of finding what's down here or if anything is left down here. Perhaps we should move back on ourselves and head in this... You shouldn't insult the princess like that. She's far more capable than any of us. We should go back to the uh, the shrine room of Vashani. We go back to the shiny swarm room. Vashani... Not for oh, Vishani. What was what room was it? What... Vishani was our big bad from the previous. Oh, yeah, that's gonna... was. Yeah. Oh, God, sorry. Um, what a faux pas. I'm so sorry. Tiriani. Was... Tiriani. Yeah, yes. Same ending. Sorry. That was it. Just before you start setting off, Castan, you've got very, very high perception. I remember correctly. You would have been able to glance over this mug as it was kind of tossed over to Claude. You would recognise it instantly as one of or a, seems to have ornate uh, angles and lines and drawings made upon it, which is very similar to that you would notice and see from Obsidia. You would know it as as a, a piece of crockery that would be used in Obsidia. Excellent. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so we're we making our way... Downtown. Downtown. Shrine of Tyrionic. <laughs> that was nice, Callum. Walking fast. <laughs> Face is past. I'm not carrying it on. And I'm homebound. <laughs> All right, then, as we're using Roll20 for this, grab your figurines and you want to give me a shimmy back into the room with Tyriani's uh, plinth. As you go past, you see the 
piles of ash next to the two broken pillars and a pit where you fought those weird scorpion undead beings. You see the chest in front of you as you take the left-hand turn through a door into this small room. Now, we did check this door previously, and if you remember that Robin had checked the door and the door was unlocked. So, so as we move back through, Robin will just uh, take Folly to one side and just offer him this giant gargantuan bow and say, could you keep this in your bag? I want to keep it, but I don't trust to use it until I know what it is and what it does. Yes, yes, of course. Just just put it in the bag. And he actually asks him, because Folly's still feeling a bit exhausted from the book at this point. Um, so he just gestures to the bag and says, put it in. And Robin will do this very awkward kind of, not sure how I do this, as he tries to <laughs> navigate this massive bag that's on Claude's back and just kind of like trying to stuff something into the My bag. Of the sack. Uh, oh, fo- Folly, sorry. I said Claude, Folly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just, just, I, I, yep, yeah, there we go. Good. Um, yeah, don't, don't be shy. Get it in there. Are we putting lots of I mean, things in the backpack? No, you, you aren't putting nothing in there. You stay away from it. So. At, once we've got to the door, um, Carsten would sort of approach and go, Princess, do you want me to check to see what's on the other side, just in case there are any more enemies? But you're not armed. Well, no, I, I can, I can sort of idea, listen. Princess, he's an idiot. I mean... Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you have a light? That is a torch. I can give him Flame. one. I'm cast, well, no, I'll, I'll cast I'll... light on Carstan's head. <laughs> I mean, the first thing I was going to do was, was 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 listen at the door first and just, you know, see if there's anything I can sort of peer through and see. Too late. You've now got a bright beam of light coming out of your forehead. Because we have now... Fantastic. We have now got... We did turn on all the lights when we put the statue in the... Uh, on on the plinth, so it could be that, that everything's lit up. It could, could be. be, but now you're... you're we going. don't know. Yes, I, I, if, you, if you walk in first then, Karsten, we're right behind you. Okay, uh, Mark, I'd like to um, listen at the door first. Oh, my God. Just open hey. the damn door. Give me an investigation. Oh, no, perception check, please. I can't believe we have a group of people waiting outside of a door, trying to listen to it. 26. You do not hear anything in the current vicinity through the door. You can hear some echoes far off in the distance with a roll like 26. Far off in the distance, but you can't discern whether or not that's... What you can't understand what it is basically, but you can you can't hear anything in the nearby vicinity for probably about 50, 60, 70 meters at least. Okay, Carstan. Yeah, I think you're meant to knock. Oh my god, we're just meant I mean, to go I, through I, I, the door. I'll, I'll, I'll do a Drago, and uh, Drago's going to uh, no, Drago. Uh, hold on, <laughs> you can't just take my character. I'll do a Drago. <laughs> Carstan's going to do that, uh, sort of use his acting ability, ability, mimic Drago, and kick the door. <laughs> Could you give me a strength check, please? Yeah. Oh, this should be I interesting. Gone for performance. It's gonna be rubbish. Just a straight strength roll, yeah. Yeah. Five. No, as 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 you do that. Um, Will, would you like to describe to us how you fail to open <laughs> a open door? Well, no, you said it was shut. That's why I listened at the door. Yeah, sorry, it's, it's unlocked. unlocked door. 
How, okay. You, do you want to describe how you failed so, so, to, so, to so open Carl them up? sort of sort of limbers up and raises himself to his height and and centers himself. He, he his face goes all frowny like Drago's, and then <laughs> he, he he charges up to the door, about to kick it, and all of a sudden he stubs his toe on an at a jutting out rock, and then he's hopping on his on on one leg whilst uh, in pain. <laughs> Brilliant. See what I mean? He is an idiot. <laughs> right, just let me past. Um, Can we Helena, move on? I was going to say this is getting. Helena will barge past Carstan into the into the room. Thank God. And what you see in front of you is a about ten feet ahead of you is another door. The passageway though does move off to the right and goes off until it hits a corner that seems to go off to the left. From there though, you cannot see anything else. Are the walls still lit up by the torches that were lit when we when we when we um put the statue on the plinth? Correct. Yes, it is still lit up from when you put the statues on the plinth. Okay. Um, Robin's going to go up to the door and, with much more speed and efficiency, and drawing on his uh wiles as someone who snuck into buildings before, he's going to do the same as Carstan, but just do this very efficiently and without a fuss. Go yep, up to the perception. door and just try and... Yep. Perception check, please. Robin, not you too. Uh, that's a 19. Yep, um, you can hear that this room is enclosed and that you cannot hear any sounds coming out of it. Can any we knock now? Any sign that the door's locked? You look at the handle and you have a quick play with it. I won't make you roll for it because, obviously, Robin would know. The door doesn't seem to be locked, no. Okay. Um, I will just have a quick glance just to make sure there's any... No sign of any traps on it or anything like that, and then I'll open the door. Do you want to give us a roll for investigation? Yep. Uh, 24. Yep. This tra- the door doesn't seem to be trapped in any way, shape, or form. Nothing you can discern. Okay, I will open okay. the door. And you open the door, and you see a small room inside that seems to have a door off to the right, and in front of you there is a broken pillar, which seems to have been supporting the middle beam of the building, and then two beds off to the side. You can discern from this in the amount of dust that is currently residing on these beds uh, an area of rest for some of the miners or some of the builders or someone from quite some time ago there is nothing else in the room after a quick check around you can see these beds are ornate it's made of a very similar wood to that that you would expect to see from the you saw from the dagger previously as well mm. so you can put two and two together and discern that this wood's all coming from the same kind of place there is a door off to the left though that has yet to be explored as well Okay, um, I will do the same again. Oh my God. Um, okay. A very quick kind of feed, just all those checks that I've just said. Yep. Listen, investigate, and then potentially open. Okay, no problem. You very clearly hear on the other side, you hear the breathing of the, the low humming of Karstan as he's singing a little melody, and the frustrated kind of huffs and puffs of Helena and the clink and clank of Claude's armour as you realise the door opens back into the corridor you've previously been in, so it kind of makes a bit of a, a circular attempt to this room with a single pillar in the middle of the room. So the, the passageway has kind of led you around, and the southern end of the passageway is blocked off. There's nothing else further down that way, though this corridor does continue off to the left. Hello, you lot. Did you find anything in that room? I was yeah. going for the the entrance to the next room. No, I was talking to Robin and that lot that just come oh. through the... Um... More architecture of the same sort of timber that we've discovered throughout these mines. Nothing else. So, Carstan would have wandered back into the room, Mark, and given it an investigation, Wells, and just had a good search of the room just to see what you can find. 
Yep. Um, give me an investigation check, please. I rolled a 17, but my passive is 22. Okay, I'll take the passive. I assumed you would have walked in anyway, and what you notice again is that these beds are 75 to 80 years old in terms of when they were last used and slept in. The pillar broke sometime after that. You can tell from the dust layering is different, but this pillar was a central pillar. It was holding up part of the roof. The roof has started to come in slightly, but it's bowing. The, the, the stone above it is bowing in rather than breaking in. There seems to be, there seem to be other wooden pillars along the edges that seem to be holding up other parts of this so the place seems structured the room seems structurally sound you can't find anything of use uh, there's nothing out of place there are no obvious or interesting cracks or crevices in this room does the pillar look like it was has, has it fallen down through wear and tear and pressure from above or is it that it was knocked over good question this pillar seems to have been broken in two from the center if it's laying in two very equal sized pieces on the floor right um Guys, and he sort of calls back. This pillar looks like it was deliberately knocked over. Oh, that's okay then. I thought the building was going to collapse. The cave was going to collapse. I mean, I mean, the ceiling is looking a bit dodgy. Are, but are it... you saying that we need to be protecting ourselves right now, Carstan? Well, put it this way: I, I, I wouldn't like to meet whatever can split a pillar like this in two. Apart from perhaps Drago, who could probably do it easily. Let's move on. Helena, take the, take the lead. As you look down the corridor, you notice it splits north and south. This north western corridor splits into north and south. There are two choices of alleyway you can go from here, north or south. Which way do you want to take? Uh, Helena would like to take the north. Okay. Uh, don't mind if anyone wants to be different. I don't mind splitting. <laughs> Does Mark what? mind splitting? <laughs> oh, I never mind a good split. What you notice going off to the north, you do have a quick look down to the south, and the door, the passage seems to continue off down to the south some distance. Um, what you notice to the north, however, is this passage seems to end off to the left. When you take a step, you see a broken bench that's been flipped on its side, and a large pile of rubble where a, a bit of this wall seems to have collapsed quite some time ago, though. You do notice on the right there is another door, a wooden door, which stands ajar. It is slightly open, and the passageway does kind of arc round to the left out of sight. At this point, cast down especially, is it anyone who has a perception higher than 18, a, a passive perception higher than 18 would have heard this, the sound of running water you heard earlier suddenly becomes a bit louder around here. Does anybody else hear that? Hear what? It sounds like a, a a waterfall or something like that. We we must be getting close to the the source of those vibrations. Folly, are you fucking around again? No, no, no! It's not me this time. Listen, I can uh, I can see an entrance just to the to the left of what's in front of us. If if I go and check that out, does someone want to take a look around this broken bench? Is there anything anything I'll, worth investigating in there? I'll do it. You want to investigate a broken bench, Helena? Well, I don't know if someone might be there, or... I, I, I think at this point... I don't know. I, I think at this point it could be more what could have caused it to break. As Karstan as, as has said, uh, clearly something breaking things in this mine, and, well, we're not 100% sure what it could be. I'm sorry. It's all just be on guard. I'm just getting frustrated. <clears throat> Let's, yes, do what you got to do. Okay, I, I will um, inspect the 
bench to see if there's anything that perhaps he flipped it over, was looking for anything. What could have potentially done it? Okay, Robin, give us an investigation check, please. 26. You notice very clearly on the underside of this bench, it seems to have sat neatly against the wall. Firstly, you knew that the rock around this area, which comes from the part of the ceiling and part of the wall just in front of this bench, has fallen on it. But then you can also see that some creature that's strong enough to lift it and the rock lifted it up and flipped it. You also notice very clearly scorch marks. So whatever has done this has clearly decided to try and move the bench for some reason. Maybe they were looking for something and they're not particularly fussed about being caught looking for it because there's been no attempt to hide what they were doing. What's more concerning, though, is that... Uh, and I'll just uh, highlight that to the rest of the party. Scorch marks, whatever this is, it's could, could in it, fire. Could it be those creatures that, that we defeated in the big room? Did, did any, it could have been. That's not a bad shout. Let's keep looking. I think we need to be on our best, best guards. Okay, okay what, about, what like do you see next? in that door there, Helena? What do I see in that door? That's a very good question. Are you opening the door? Go yeah, and open and the door. Is this, is this the door that I'm right next to? That's to correct. The, yeah, the, the door just to, to the, the right. right. That's yeah. right. And you're going to open it? Yeah. Do I need to roll for anything or nothing? No, if you're just opening it, you're just opening it. No problem. Yeah, Let me just, just opening the door. Oh, thank God. Someone with some sense. I can see a friendship burgeoning. You see a, the door opens and you're into a very, very small room. Helena, on the wall, you can see a couple of stands where probably mining equipment would have been hung up. However, where you would expect to see mine carts or ore in some kind of small storage room, the floor for a large part of this room is missing. And all of a sudden, that sound of rushing water you can hear has changed. As you approach the edge of this large break in the ground, you notice it go down deeper, 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 all the way down, what seems like miles down. But at the bottom, you can see the glimmer of a light. You can see the light, a light, sorry, deep blue shimmer right at the very bottom. And you can see figures. And very clearly now, you're starting to put two and two together here and realize that sound of rushing water isn't water at all the sounds of something or a multitude of somethings down there. Okay. So I thought it was just some mining equipment, but part of the floor's missing. You could probably get in here. I'm not sure how stable the, the ground is. Something is definitely beneath us. Um, Drago just edges past Helena and looks down the hole and sees exactly what you've just described. Uh, Have you got dark vision? Uh, I see nothing but blackness. I thought you said there was a light down there. My apologies. Sorry, I, there... thought, I thought there was a light too. There is, but does anyone have dark vision? Yes, I do. I've got it thanks to my goggles. I have natural dark vision. Not that it's any better, I'm just saying. Uh, brilliant. As you two look down, you two only can see this. You can see this goes down for quite some distance, probably a mile. And at the bottom of this, you can see the outline of a portal. This looks similar to a portal you would see from the Basinwind Swamp. You can see a figure standing in front of it. This isn't a mirror image. This is an actual portal. And you can see pouring out of this portal 
more and more and more figures. You can only assume the worst and you can only assume that the noise of water isn't that, but these creatures and the amount of number, the number of these creatures is causing the sound to sound like rushing water. So putting two and two together, you'd probably discern that the amount of creatures down there is vast. We have a problem. We have a, a very big problem. Do I we... mean, I could have told you that. Uh, you can can someone on... explain? Yeah, do we see concern on your faces, uh, Folly and Robin? Do you remember... Folly quite possibly would have gone white at this point. <laughs> I would have um, looked at Drago and said, you remember what we encountered when we lost Shadar? Yeah. But much bigger. Big, much bigger, bigger how? Quantify. And then there's hundreds of them. Perhaps you could enlighten the rest of us who, who weren't there when with, with Shadar? Yes, tell, tell us more. Um, we encountered these portals that routinely and continually spat out creatures from the wherever it is these creatures come from. From what I can see down there, this is doing it at a very alarming rate. That's not water, it's whatever that thing is spitting out. It's an army. Maybe we should go <laughs> let the stocky blow up the mountain. Perhaps we should do it in, when in hindsight. That's not a bad idea. Now, actually, yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. die. That's I'll a fair point. That out there. I'll just leave that out there for everyone to quietly consider and stuff. I mean, what was so that again? But I didn't hear you. If if we don't do something, Claude, then everybody will die. Well, there's still a bit more to see on this level. What if we? What if we? If we seal the mountain, surely the the dead will be buried underneath it and, and trapped. Well, um, I don't claim is this to be much of an engineer, but if you blow something up, what's underneath something else? Often, the thing on the top also falls. Is this yeah. undead that we see? This is an army undead. I mean, when you say the blight, I assume that that's what you mean. Well, well, I remember our first fight when I put up that wall of fire. I think the people down there would possibly put that battle to shame. Are they the same, Folly? That's what I'm trying to discern here. I'm assuming they are the same as those creatures that were we were fighting. They're the dead ones, not the like the shadow creatures with the claws and everything. They are. They are, but they seem larger and they seem... Other creatures as well that Robin or Folly you never would have seen before, not in your deepest, darkest nightmares. There are these things coming out, all different shapes. These aren't the same fast-moving scouts you saw at Bleakmoor. These are these are other. These are larger. As Folly said, these look ready for a war. Well, what do you recommend we do? We can't just stand here. Well, we explore the rest. Well, like, like Claude says, we've still got some areas to explore here. Maybe we can find a way down. That doesn't involve jumping down this pit. Does someone need to stay here keeping an eye on these things? I, 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 well, I don't I think, think that would do anything. Stay. <laughs> they look like they've been here for a while. I don't think they're climbing out of this hole. Right. No, no, Dan, you keep an eye on things for us, yeah? It's amazing how you've been able to ascertain that cast down without actually seeing them as well. Well, I'm just judging by what you've described to us, Robin. It is quite a deep hole, I would say, cast down's probably right on this. Let's I, mean, I, let's I don't really want more. to be near the hole of death on my own. 
Let's all stick together at this point. Clearly, there is great danger in these tunnels, and I think splitting up and leaving anybody behind right now is not the best idea. I'm with Folly. Folly. Yeah, I agree. With any luck, we might be able to solve this thing. Can I see what's over here to the west? So you're looking, you left the room and you're moving round to the edge to the western part. And you can see the room again curves off round to the left. There's a pillar in the middle. And as you move into the space, it seems to be a big, big O with a, a large, large pillar holding up a big portion of this corner of the room up to uh, hold this part of the dungeon up. Sorry, dungeon, this part of the mine room up. Along the walls, you can see this room is very, very empty. You can see bits and pieces of cutlery almost in one corner in particular. You can discern this is probably an area where miners used to eat, perhaps. But apart from that, most of the furniture has been removed from that area. Is it still lit up? Yes, everything seems to be lit up um, in this area. I'm just kind of doing it bit by bit for you so I don't give away stuff as we go um the there is a passageway down to the south though is that where you want to be going yeah 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 Dra- drago's gonna uh take out dengon's deception and just hold in his hand uh as he's moving with the group here because um his dragon sense is tingling Drago, okay. <laughs> we... my dragon sense should we all be bearing arms i just think if we saw, if Robin and Folly have seen a portal that opens up to a horde of undead, yeah, I'd say we all need to be on our guard. Okay. And if you uh, zoom out on roll 20, you can see there's only one corner left to explore. Claude, it might be oh, worth you seeing if there's anything immediately dangerous nearby. That's I mean, a good I- idea. That would involve me actually walking into the dangerous. I think Robin means the ping, the the dead thing. Yeah, I can't do it that often. I tried doing it a couple of times a minute ago, and all I saw was little stars. Okay. I think I'm at my limit today. Then perhaps we should proceed stealthily. No, we could uh, just shout. Well, there's way too many of us to do stealth. Also, you've heard me walking, and I go clankety, clankety, clank. <laughs> <laughs> Very accurate. Do we, do we wish to scout what could potentially be down here? Oh, God. And Drago just walks forward. Yeah, I walk to Drago. <laughs> okay, and as you walk forward and you walk to the south, you see a very, very strange situation going on below what you. The- what you see is a large room, and the wall to your right, so the <gasps> southern western wall seems to change from regular stone to broken masonry looking down into this room first thing you notice is a number of broken pillars you see these strange candles seem to adorn the space and these candles are black in their in their wicks and they're black in their wax but the candle light coming out of it is a deep deep orange, a deep orange, a a magical orange almost, which gives the room a very strange glow. The room opens up but has another pillar in the centre of this room holding this portion up, but sections of this seem either unfinished or torn away. Looking deeper into the room, further south, you see two bookcases. Both of these bookcases have these same pillars, sorry, these same candles upon them. You notice in the middle of this space... 
a large table with also two candles upon it and another plinth behind it. Looking past that nearest to the most southern bookcase, you see a body lying on what seems to be a makeshift bed. Behind that and against the wall, which is in the corner of this area, you see these four large, intensely hot, intensely bright creatures of flame flailing and slow, fl sorry, flailing but slowly reaching and grabbing large portions of this rock and carefully laying it down, almost moving in slow motion, but almost not making any sound at all as they slowly pull away, machine-like pulling away from this area. Uh, that's a new one. <laughs> I, I really don't like where this goes. Upon taking these creatures in, their, their light seems to shadow on another figure that stood in front of them, nearest to you, nearest to this bookcase, looking slightly over it towards you. This tall, slender humanoid lifts its head and looks directly at you. You see the gaunt, almost skeletal figure and face of this man-creature thing you've seen before, this necromancer that stands before you with a high collar and dark, dark red eyes and a slight grin pulls over his face as he looks directly towards you and smiles. And you know this face to be that of Erekas that you met on the Osrin Islands that, Claude, you've been searching for all this time. And as he looks over to you, he lifts one hand up, he looks down towards a book that's in his hand, clicks his fingers, and this wall of ice starts to rush around him, almost blurring his figure from within. And as he looks up towards you, one hand starts to glow a deep, deep green colour. That's where we begin to end this episode of The Fellowship what? of the Tabletop. Dun, dun, dun. He's do, 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 do. back again. So I'm right in thinking uh, Claude doesn't know what he looks like. He's just going on the name. So I don't know that this is Erekas. Absolutely. I don't recognize his face. Okay. It's only me and Drago who would yeah. recognize him. And Tali. And Tali. Don't forget about Tali. Never forget about Tali. <laughs> I'm a little bit stunned there before I completed the yeah. end there. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Awesome. Well, damn. Get my hype back up. That was that was great. <laughs> Love that. There was a lot in that episode, Mark. Whoa. Whoa. Thank you very I'm much very for listening, concerned. everyone. We really appreciate you tuning in and making us a part of your everyday week. We hope that you're well and safe wherever you are and that your loved ones are safe too in these strange, strange, strange times. Thank you for tuning in. If you wanted to follow us and keep up to date with all things podcast-related, hell, D&D &D related, and at this moment in time, Final Fantasy VII Remake related, hey, you can do so at our collective Fellowship page on Twitter, which is at the Fellowship Table. And if you wanted to follow us individually, please, please do. You can follow me at iRolder1. You can follow Will at natural 20 will you can follow casey at unicorn crit you can follow darren at darren page oh six you can follow danny at at total party thrills you can follow callum at the d20 gamer and you can follow our brilliant dm i need to come up with some more adjectives to describe you mark at i didn't know what you were going to say at hastily rolled dm <laughs> until next time guys Farewell.